This is Your Path with Bishop Mark from Dallas Universal Life Church in Dallas, Texas. Forget what you think you know about church. Good evening. Good evening. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you too. You ready to eat? I think you need to take care of first. A few years ago, an American and a British journalist were discussing Thanksgiving on a British radio program. The American asked if Thanksgiving was celebrated in the United Kingdom. Yes, the British journalist replied, but we celebrate it on the 6th of September. Why then? asked the American. Well, that's when you chaps left, the Brit answered good-naturedly. Well, it is true that Thanksgiving is celebrated as a national holiday, primarily in the U.S. and Canada, to former British colonies. Thanksgiving in the U.S. is usually traced to 1621 when a pilgrim leader, William Bradford, proclaimed a day of feasting to commemorate the first harvest after a long year of suffering. What you may not know is that as the colonies grew more prosperous, the people forgot all about Thanksgiving and the meaning it held for their ancestors. For generations, Thanksgiving was celebrated sporadically, if at all, with no set date. Then in 1822, Sarah Hale, a young widow from New Hampshire, decided to revive this important celebration. Sarah, a mother of five children and an editor of a woman's magazine, uh, began a 40-year campaign of writing editorials and letters to governors and presidents to get Thanksgiving officially recognized as a national holiday. Three presidents turned her down. Her obsession became a reality, however, in 1863. President Abraham Lincoln proclaimed the last Thursday in November as an annual celebration of Thanksgiving. It's interesting that it should have been Lincoln that responded to Sarah's request. His own life was at a very low ebb at the time. The country was literally falling apart, and Lincoln's political future looked bleak. Many members of his own cabinet openly despised him and joked about him in public. His wife had been investigated as a possible traitor for, uh, as a possible traitor, uh, a process which Lincoln personally found to be bitterly wounding. In the face of such personal and national circumstances, Lincoln's call for a day of prayer would have made sense. But Thanksgiving? At a time like that? What must he have been thinking of? No wonder historians count Lincoln as one of our truly great presidents. Interestingly enough, Sarah Hale, the widow who championed the cause of Thanksgiving, is not remembered for that act. Rather, she's, she's much better known as the author of a little poem written in 1830, which begins like this. Mary had a little lamb, its fleece was white as snow. As the late Par Harvey would say, now you know the rest of the story. There is something healthy about giving thanks. Notice that I did not say there is something healthy about Thanksgiving. Most of us will overindulge this Thanksgiving, just as we do every Thanksgiving. There is a humorous story that actress Helen Hayes used to tell on herself. As she retired from, uh, to the kitchen to put the finishing touches to a Thanksgiving dinner she was preparing, she warned her family, this is the first turkey I've ever cooked. If it isn't right, I don't want anybody to say a word. We'll just get up from the table without comment and go down to the hotel for dinner. She returned 
<laughs> she returned some ten minutes later to find the family seated expectantly at the dinner table wearing their hats and coats. You get it? Wow, come on guys, this is two weeks in a row y'all are not missing my jokes. Okay, so she said, if, if they don't like my food, just we're, gonna, we're not going to say a word. We're just going to get up and we're going to go down to the hotel and eat. So, ten minutes later, she came back to the table. And they were all sitting there waiting for their food, but with their hats and coats on. In other words, they knew they were going to go eat at the hotel. They weren't going to like her food. Okay, I tried. I don't think I've ever had a bad Thanksgiving meal. The danger isn't that the meal won't be tasty. The danger is that we will consume too much. Thanksgiving meal may not be too healthy for us, but the act of giving thanks is one of the most spiritually beneficial exercises we can perform. Giving thanks reminds us how blessed we are. As some anonymous author has written, if you woke up this morning and were able to hear the birds sing, use your vocal cords to utter human sounds, walk to the breakfast table on two good legs, and read the newspaper with two good eyes, you are more blessed than millions of those who could not do these simple things. If you have never experienced the danger of battle, the loneliness of imprisonment, the agony of torture, or the pangs of starvation, we were ahead of 500 million people in the world. If you can attend a church meeting without fear of harassment, arrest, torture, or death, you are more blessed than 3 billion people in the world. If you have food in the refrigerator, clothes on your back, a roof overhead, and a place to sleep, you are richer than 75% of this world. If you have money in the bank, in your wallet, and spare change in a dish someplace, you are among the top 8% of the world's wealthy. If you are over 30 and either of your parents are still alive, you're very rare. Over a billion people are orphans by then. If you hold up your head with a smile on your face and truly are thankful, you are blessed because the majority can, but most do not. Giving thanks reminds us how blessed we are. That is not to say that you and I do not have problems. We do. But for most of us, our blessings far outweigh our burdens. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus spoke these magnificent words. Do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them, and you are much more valuable than they. Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? And why do you worry about clothes? You see how the lilies of the field grow? They do not labor or spin, yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the fields, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? Oh, you of little faith. So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom 
and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. What is there about many of us that we, that, that we fixate on our burdens rather than our blessings? How can we say that we are people of faith when so much of our life is lived not by faith, but by fear? Giving thanks reminds us how blessed we are. Giving thanks also reminds us of the source of our blessings. Giving thanks reminds us how much God loves us. One year for Christmas, Phyllis Warfar's husband gave her a gold lapel pin. Phyllis said she only took a second to, to thank her husband for his gift. A week later, as she put on the pin she, uh, to wear for an event, she reflected on her husband's thoughtfulness. With more sincerity, she thanked him again. Her husband explained that the pin had belonged to his grandmother, so it was very special to him. Phyllis noted that if she hadn't offered the second thank you, she might have never learned the significance of the pin. It was only when she took the time to reflect on the gift and offer a more sincere thank you that she, re really, uh, that she uh, really learned to appreciate her husband's gesture. When you start counting your blessings, you're reminded just how good God has been to you. After all, these blessings don't just happen. There is a source of everything we have. Pastor Jack Walkenbach tells about a professor of chemistry he had, he had in college. One day, over a cup of coffee, this professor said to him, You know, what holds an atom together is not the nucleus, but an invisible force between the protons and the electrons. The professor continued, I think that that has something to do with religion, but I, I don't know how to express it. Well, it does have something to do with religion. Our lives didn't just happen. There's a creator, God, who gave us every wondrous gift. When we give thanks, we are reminded of the source of everything we have. And one final thing. When we give thanks, we're reminded to share with others what the Lord has done for us. In Mark's gospel, Jesus heals a man who has been possessed by a demon. Afterward, the man begs Jesus to let him come with him. He wants to be one of Jesus' disciples. Surprisingly, Jesus turns him down. Rather, he gives the man these instructions. Go home to your family and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. So Mark tells us, the man went away and began to tell, uh, tell in the Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him. And all the people were amazed. If you are truly thankful for the blessings God has bestowed upon you, then share that story with others. Of course, the best way to share the story is to share the blessings. A pastor, Anne Splythe, tells about meeting a woman in a children's playground. The woman, whom Splythe describes as understated and elegant, was with a batch of children who were wearing the kind of clothes that don't sell at the rummage sale and end up getting carted downtown to another church's clothes closet. These are my Christmas family kids, this woman said. <clears throat> Not this Christmas, about 10 years ago. My church sent me out with a Thanksgiving basket. I couldn't just leave it and walk away. The more she talked, the more amazing her story became. Sent to a home to deliver a Thanksgiving basket. 
she had developed a great affection for the family in that home and ever since had involved herself in self-giving uh, in self-giving in a self-giving way in their lives I'm shameless when it comes to grades she said I give five bucks for an A three for a B nothing for a C then they start to lose privileges like this Sunday's outing the teenage boys go down to my son's college to play basketball in the gym on Sundays so they know what they're working for the little ones come to some place like this with me here's how Splythe describes this woman's act of compassion she could have let the screen door through which she handed that basket become a chasm but she didn't it was just a gate and it opened to the touch of her hand you and I have been so blessed we need Thanksgiving to remind us of those blessings and to remind us of the source of those blessings now we go out as Jesus told the man healed in Mark's gospel to tell others and to show others how much the Lord has done for us that way we can keep Thanksgiving all year long Amen All right be seated for the announcements please Pray at DallasULC.com. Pray at DallasULC.com. This is for any of your prayer requests. Um, you can choose to remain anonymous or give us your name. You can choose to have your prayers uh, just prayed for here at the church, which we pray every day, every single day here at Dallas Universal Life Church. You can also ask that your prayers be included in our intercessions on Sundays for the entire congregation to pray for. It's also a great place for you to send us a message if you'd like to uh, honor someone with a dedication of a service uh, that could be someone who is passed on or somebody who's still here graduation birthdays uh, you know, promotion um in, in those who have passed on we can honor them uh and their life uh, uh by you know remembering them in special ways and, and sharing some of those memories with with our congregation it's kind of a neat thing to do so pray at dallasulc.com all of those things okay yes it is yeah it is oh. It is supposed to be there because guess what? Today, right after a round table, um, we're going to have a short round table because I'm starving. Um, but we have a little bit to talk about. We're going to have a uh, the Thanksgiving potluck, which we've got some good stuff out there. We've got some good, neat stuff to try. This is the last day to sign up. It's, yeah. Well, okay. So I missed the last day to sign up. The last day to sign up was last Sunday. Nobody signed up. So, I mean, I guess today was the last day to sign up because some of y'all showed up with some food. There we go. Next. Hey, did y'all know we had a podcast? Did y'all know we had a podcast? I think it's pretty cool, actually. No, I, I couldn't have. Uh, podcast, if you haven't checked it out, please check it out. Um, your, your path with Bishop Mark. All you have to do is go to Google, uh, uh, Bing, uh, any, of those, any of those little search, engine, search engines out there. Your path with Bishop Mark. Is she awake? She's plugged in. Alexa. Nope, she's not, she's not plugged in. That's all right. No, it'll take too long for her to come up. I was going to show her, show her off a little bit. That's all right. Um, your path with Bishop Mark. Uh, it's different to be here in, the, in you did it didn't you oh I can't believe you're, he's holding off he's holding off I see it it's different to be here in the in the the sanctuary in the in the church here uh, and it's different to watch it on YouTube it's different also to listen to it on the podcast I don't know why they're the same words 
but the, you just have a different experience. And if you haven't done it, I encourage you to do so. Okay, where can you check out our podcast? That would be Anchor, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, Google Pad Podcast, Castbox, and of course Spotify. 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 I don't know why I like Spotify so much. I guess because it you know like just kind of gives me the freedom to do what I want to do on there. I like it. I like Spotify. It's kind of cool to see my my picture on there. It's kind of scary too sometimes. But it's okay. Huh? Oh yes, I do. Yes, I do. Complaints, concerns, suggestions, compliments. I kind of did that backwards. So it's it's a compliments is the more important one here, right? Okay, compliments, concerns, suggestions, complaints. Feedback at DallasULC.com is another email address for you. Feedback at DallasULC.com. Any of those questions, any of those things, anything I to get you off your chest? Feedback at DallasULC.com. Guess what? Yeah, I hate that. We do have a schedule change coming up. On I'm trying to give you enough uh, notice on this one. Uh, December the 9th. But you know what? December is like right around the corner, guys. So, I mean, it's here. Um, this will be uh, December the 9th service will be moved from 3 p.m. to 1 p.m. It's only a two-hour difference, so um, I'm trying to make it a little easier on us instead of that 11 a.m. service service call. So 1 p.m. on December the 9th. Uh, we will return to the 3 p.m. service immediately the following week, um, which is the week of December the 18th, which happens to be the weekend after my birthday. So December the 18th, we will return to the 3 p.m. service. Okay, all right, not too bad. Guess what, that's it. That's pretty easy, huh? Okay, so what we're going to do now, we're going to sing our hearts out to uh, praise God for this final song. And then we're going to talk a little bit about a round table. And then we're going to eat. Sound good? Yeah. I think y'all are starving literally back here or something because I just can't seem to get a reaction out of you. I can tell. When's it do? Knock knocking on heaven's door. You're listening to Your Path with Bishop Mark from Dallas Universal Life Church in Dallas, Texas. All right. What'd you like? What'd you not like? What do you want to keep? What do you want to get rid of? Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Hi, Munchkin. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Happy Thanksgiving. Hey, buddy. Okay. So, talk to me. What did you think today? Anything? I know you're all you can think about is that wonderful smell of the food in the air. I know, I get it. But I like the turkey reference. What turkey reference was that? Um, the one about where the lady couldn't cook. It's not about turkey. Yeah, you're joke. Yeah, I know. I remember. I just wanted you to kind of reiterate it there. She, she said, "Yeah, I don't want to hear a word. That's my first turkey." And if, if you don't like it, don't say a word. We're just going to go down to the hotel and eat. So 10 minutes later, she comes back to the table and the whole family sitting around the table waiting for the turkey. But they all have their hats and coats on because they're ready to go to eat the hotel because they know it's not going to be good. Yeah. Well, y'all liked it. You didn't laugh at it. Come on. Now give me, give me some help here. <laughs> what about what we talked about today? What did we talk about in the, in the, in the, in the uh, sermon? What was the main idea here today, besides just being Thanksgiving? Being thankful. Okay. To count our many blessings. And I say again? Count our many blessings. Of course, count our many blessings. What about that part about everything coming from, 
from something. Everything, there's something else. There's, there's something where we always, mm, that greater God, that God that we forget sometimes. That we forget sometimes who we're thanking, I think. Or we take it for granted like we do sure. with everything else. Most everything else. What about those statistics? Mm-hmm. I like the statistics. Really, um... Does that wake, up, wake your minds up a little bit and make you realize how blessed we really are? It's almost like a mild guilt induced but a thankful uh, perception to see how like 8% of people that have like it wasn't meant to be a guilty induced. It wasn't meant to be. This is just me speaking. Okay. Like, for me, my, how I viewed it. And not like a bad guilt, but just like a, uh, like a humbling, I guess. I think it's humbling a better word. Yeah. It makes you realize Maybe it makes you more um, instantaneously thankful. Go ahead. It makes you more thankful. It makes you. Uh, how does it make I you more realize, thankful? I didn't realize, you know, it, it makes you makes you see it and makes you really see it, or you know, if you hadn't really yeah. felt the gravity of it before, or the, the enormity of it before, or, or how much we really should be thankful, you know, than. Uh, Come on in, Scott. Sorry, Quarter right. right. Hey, oh, hey, Tucker. Uh-oh. Happy Thanksgiving, buddy. If you didn't feel it before, you really felt it after after hearing that. Say, say it one more time, please. If you didn't feel it before, or if you, know, you really felt it then, you realize, you know... Well, why wouldn't you feel it before? Well, you, you, you do, you know, but then, you know, but then you're like, oh... You're, you're complacent. You know. We take it for granted. Right, right. Because then it reminds us how blessed we are. It, well, it's the same, like, with most, most all of the, all the messages, really, you know, with church. I mean, honestly, it, it, it's not, and we don't want to get off on this, on this, on this topic, but... I mean, it, it, it's you know you hear about all the, all these things and it shouldn't be it shouldn't be second nature by now or it shouldn't be um, commonplace to hear about it now. But I mean, you hear about oh he died on the cross. Okay, well you hear that all you hear that every year all the time. You become numb to that, right? And so it's kind of like you know okay, well yeah he died on the cross. And then uh, obviously very thankful, obviously a humongous gift that he gave and. Tremendous sacrifice, or like that. But the I've, I've heard it since I was born. So. Right, and, and we, we have that issue, yeah, and we, hard, we try and deal with that so, here. So, in which we need to be reminded of how thankful we need to be. Interesting, you know, interesting like, analogy. Yeah, this is that's good. Yeah, I, I see where you're going with that. Okay, just just to reiterate this, I, I just I want to go through this one more time. Uh, of, of if you woke up this morning, were able to hear the birds sing. Use your vocal cords to utter human sounds. Walk to the breakfast table with two good legs and read the newspaper with two good eyes. You are more blessed than millions of those who could not do these simple things. How many times do we remember that walking is a blessing? That seeing is a blessing? That hearing is a blessing? That breathing is a blessing? If you have never experienced the danger of battle, the loneliness of imprisonment, the agony of torture, or the pangs of starvation, you are ahead of 500 million people in the world. 500 million. If you can attend a church meeting without fear of harassment, arrest, torture, or death, you are more blessed than three billion people in the world. What we just did here today, three billion people in the world are afraid to do. Yeah, we, we, we forget that just just by simple, um, just, but for the fact that we were born here, we could have been born any other place, any other time, any other, you know, and we could have been in vastly different circumstances. Oh, absolutely. And entirely different realities, and we could Sorry. just not enjoy any of the things we enjoy daily, and not have any of the of the 
enjoy the, the blessings that we have. The I gifts. Mean, I mean, they're, yeah, honestly. We could be doing like this out, outside and like, like a, the side of a mountain. And There's wrong with that. With us all on the road. Whispering. Yeah. You know. yeah think about the people that have to have these. We, I mean, we sing. We try. Um, we, uh, we, we, I speak very loudly when we do our prayers, you know, uh, without fear of somebody busting in here and arresting right, us or killing us. Yeah, we get killed. For, you could get killed in some places. <laughs> we definitely if, get if killed. If that happened here, we'd be all in an uproar. And how dare you? We would all be in an uproar. If you have food in your refrigerator, if you have food in your refrigerator, clothes on your back, a roof overhead, and a place to sleep. You are richer than 75% of this world. One last one. Well, a couple more. If you have money in the bank, in your wallet, and spare change in a dish someplace, you are among the top 8% of the world's wealthy. Whoa. Whoa. That, that, that blew me away. That one, I, I, I saw that. I had to do a double take on that one. 92% of the people in this world are less fortunate monetarily than we are. 92%. It's probably those people are in India or China. Probably. It's probably a lot of the people there. What was that for? If you are over 30 and either of your parents are still alive, you are very rare. Over a billion people are orphans by then. By 30. Wow. I'm ready. If you hold your head up, high, you hold your head up with a smile on your face and are truly thankful, you are blessed because the majority can, but most do not. It's interesting to see in some of the other countries uh, of the world um, how much more thankful they are for so much less. Do you understand what I'm saying? I, mean, I, I think that they, they I mean, obviously there's probably some some envy and some you know, they, they, they are a little maybe even a little jealous of some of the things we have. Rightfully so. We, we have an abundance of gifts. You know. But they're more grateful for the little things, the little being able to breathe, being able to speak, being able to walk, being able to read the newspaper. Even though their lives are we, we would consider them oppressed and 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 that's simpler it's simpler but we would consider it we we don't we we can have simpler lives we could we could not, not everyone's oppressed some just like some aren't i'm not i'm not speaking super, of everyone i'm speaking of some numbers. some are impressed I mean, think about the countries where they are where they they cannot do what we're doing right now you speak like this and, and you talk like this and talk about these things we're talking about you could get your head chopped off we have freedom of speech here in this country and we use it and we pride ourselves on the fact that we have that right but so many don't yeah, they should fight for their right and right well they do mm -hmm. I mean, we get involved in some cases well, in some cases right. we shouldn't in some cases we shouldn't but well, that's, we do that's, yeah that's what happens but yeah. if, if, they're all, if everyone was willing to get their head chopped off <coughs> like, you know what? God's gonna yeah, but let us hear a hit chopped off. It's hard to have to have that kind of that kind of bravery in in the when you're actually standing there in front of the guillotine. Mm -hmm. You know, it's hard. Yeah, it's gonna be scary as hell. 
Especially when not every superpower agrees. I mean, look, I mean, just honestly, what, what we're trying to understand here, what we're trying to understand here, look, is we have probably some of the best lives in the world, even even if it's, we consider it the worst. The worst of America is probably better than most of the rest of the world. Is this true? Like, huh? That's, that's true. Like, it is true. Like, the um, most, like, think of the worst, home, like, worst off homeless person you can think of. They're like living like still living like kings compared to absolutely. Just monetarily, yeah. Like financially, just not looking at it like as far as. But what about the freedoms we also we also afford the the, the right to freedom of speech, the right to to gather and and have religious ceremonies and 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 speak freely about these things, the right to vote, the right to choose our leaders. <laughs> those still come with sanctions too. Like anyone who doesn't have those freedoms, they have to live with, like the freedom to not be cursed with that much uh, stress about you know. Okay, that, yes, there's a, a, there's a little bit of, of yeah. give and take there, but you know, which would you rather have? I mean, it, it depends on the, how how much I have to lose. So, like, I think if I had more, more uh, wealth, if I had a bigger family, if I had a more uh, definitely, if I had children. I guess it's all about what you what you think, what you what you put what your I value have, in, yeah, what you put exactly. your value in. My, me personally, I put a lot of value into these, you know, these services, into the right to do these things. Right. So, I mean, my, my freedom to practice my spirituality, if that ever became uh, well, a, an object. That it of, is. Of, I mean, that's what I they mean, do. You know, it's like, for, for you, like, if, uh, financially, to, to expand your spiritual uh, uh, freedom, uh, you know what I mean? Your, your ability to financially spread your, your, your spiritual wings, it, okay. it seems a bit of a, uh, a smaller cage than your, than your, um, your, moral, your moral ability to express your Christianity as a gay man, you know? Jesus and the disciples may have been like, Right, they didn't have any money. Yeah. They, they spread Christianity all over the world. Now, of course, the Holy Spirit came upon right. them also and kind of helped them a little bit there, right? But I think when it starts to, uh, to threaten the financial powers and the uh, I love everybody shows up for dinner we, we, we get to the round table and all of a sudden we have everybody showing up I love it who's next oh Steve-O of course right on time where's the rolls don't get to eat before we do oh you didn't get my text no I didn't get your text we record with my phone remember oh damn we're right I can call you sweater oh yeah even Steve-O has so much to be thankful for that he takes for granted. All right, let's bring it in. Look, I'm hungry, guys, so let's bring it in. Let's get this kind of talk about this and get this get through this so we can, you know, in, 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 understand what we're talking about here. What I'm trying to hit home with you guys is, look, we bitch and complain a lot. I bitch and complain a lot about a lot of things. Okay. There's a lot of people in the world that have. In fact, most people, the majority of the world, more than majority, 92% are, are less fortunate than we are. 92%. We're in the top 8% of the world monetarily. You and I. So, what I think that I'm trying to get across to you this Thanksgiving Day is not only do we have things to be thankful for, but we have an abundance, a almost ridiculously uneven amount of things to be thankful for. And 
what do we do about that? What do we do about having that? Because with that abundance, with that ability, with those, yes, we've been given the freedom of speech, the freedom of religion, the freedom to choose our elected officials, the freedom to gather and, 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 and do what we're doing right now. There's a responsibility that comes with that. A great responsibility. Okay? Do you not agree? I totally agree. So, how do we take that responsibility and do something with it? How do we take what we've been given, this abundance of gifts, and become use it as a man or woman for others? What do we do with it? How do we give it back? Talk to me. Give me some ideas. We we um help focus on getting others to see see their position in some way. How? Ask them like to come to like to the other parts of the world. Ask them if they want to come to church. It's not that hard. You know, look. I know it's not the best and most number one conversation. You know that you want to talk about. I get it. Um, another holy roller in that Bible, right? We're a little different here. We are. We don't necessarily thump that Bible. We just talk in real terms in what God tells us and what God shows us and the proof that he provides for us daily, right? So don't you think that we have a responsibility as being gifted those things from God to share that with others? It's huge. Um, I think this is a perfect time. This was a perfect day to talk about that. About, look, guys, these walls here, this is not the church. This is not it. You are the church. You are the outreach. You are what's going to help us grow. Because, believe it or not, I don't, there are only so many hours in one day. And some of the guys today got to see me really pushing, trying to get this put together for Thursday because, you know, it, it, it may not seem like much for most people. You know, you put together a program and you put some songs together and, and you wrote a sermon and, and you got ready and you did a video and, and you, had all the, you had all that time to do that. What else did you do, you know? Well, you know, I also had my family today that I had to see. I, I didn't have to. I wanted to. I, I wouldn't spend some time with Aunt Patsy and, and my, uh, <coughs> my cousins, okay, which was nice, but it... It's it just there's not enough hours in the day to get everything done that I'd love to get done. If I had you know 72 hours in one day, it still wouldn't be enough. Mm-hmm. But what I'm trying to make the fact is, I need you guys, I need y'all's ability to speak, which I know you can, your ability to to uh, attract, which I know you can, to help us grow. You know, if we don't grow, we're stagnant. And that's one thing I promised when we started the churches. I would never be. I don't want to be stagnant. I want to always be ever malleable, ever changing. No, nothing you just, you know, regurgitating the same prayers over and over and over again every Sunday and up and down and up and down and kneel this and do that. We have a couple of prayers we say every Sunday. The rest is different every single Sunday. So, anybody else? How do we take that responsibility and do something with it? What do we do? Come on, guys. Use your brains. Bring someone to church. That's, we did that. Okay. Something else. What else do we do? Thank God more often? Or? That's a good idea. And how do we thank God, Just but not just by our words, but our actions? Because what do we say? Words are just words, right? 
pay for it or you give it give more give what give more yeah. uh, give, what are we gonna give? give give time give money give whatever you're able to I, I don't have time and I don't have money so what can I give just your um, uh, wisdom things or, or um, anything knowledge anything your abilities yeah. you know your talents um, there are thousands of charity organizations out there there's only this time of year that need your assistance. Do something like that. You've got the time. All of you do. This this Christmas season coming up, I'm going to really focus on the fact that it's about gifting and not getting. It's about the gift. It's about you giving of yourself. Something, not necessarily tangible even, but something that means something. Because, like we talked about last week, when that widow put in her two, her two cents, right? Her, her, her two little, little bitty coins, and all these other big hotshots from her, these big clanky coins. Jesus recognized her. Why? Because it's not what you give. It's what you have left. How much are you going to lose by giving your ability, your talent to somebody, by showing them something, by helping them, becoming a mentor, you know, something. It's the only thing we really have. That's what gifts that God gave us. And it's stupid for us to hold on to it. It's something that no one can take away from us. You're right. Except in some of those oppressed countries where they don't allow them to use those talents. Oh, you still have it, though. You You have it. it You have it. It sucks, doesn't it? Can you imagine that? Having these wonderful talents and they say, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. So, Let's think about that. We'll start, I'm going to start a little early because Advent's starting in a couple of weeks. Okay? Advent's the four weeks prior to Christmas. Okay? We're almost to Christmas, guys. And that's when we start preparing ourselves for the coming of the baby Jesus Christ, our Savior. Okay? Important time in Christian history, obviously. Okay? Start thinking now of how you're going to take this Advent season and do it differently this year. Because I really want to focus on that. The gifting, not the getting gift. My goal for each and every one of you is that this year you give more than you receive. And by doing that, I guarantee it will be probably one of the best Christmases you've ever had. I guarantee it. To give more than you receive. It's, It's amazing. There's a reason it's amazing. There's a reason God gave us that feeling when we were able to do something like that. And all of us here are able to do that. It's because you can just mail mail your stuff instead of having to interact with your family. What do you mean? Well, you give more than you receive. I understand. I'll say I was saying, isn't that better anyway? Because well, just... well, no, I, I, you can give them to them, and you give your family gifts in person. What does mailing it have to do with it? Well, why would I mail their stuff? Well, maybe, uh, maybe um, some people don't. Enjoy the company of their family that much. True. I think that's a little different story there. I mean, I think what we're talking about is, look, no matter what you're giving, if if you have to mail it to them or you have to go to them in person or you have to put it on the bus or whatever, give more than you can receive. Mm -hmm. That's that's what I want you to start really thinking about. And guys, it's not about money. It's not what it's about. Look, you know, there's a lot of people in this world that have more money, in this country that have more money than we do and and, and can afford to give more lavish gifts. That's not what it's about. It's about what you're giving how much you value what you're giving and what you have left when you're done. Talking about bringing last week into this week now. Last, Talking about that story last week about the widow. Okay? 
bringing it all together now and starting to make sense of it all, kind of putting it all together here and going, look, we have gifts that we're holding on to and not using, wasting time to start sharing, giving. It's about the gifting, not the getting. Okay. Thanksgiving. Just on a, on a side note here, or in the main note, whatever it is. I want you all to know how thankful I am that y'all are all here today and how much it means to me that um, you took the time or your taste buds got the best of you one or the other to be here. Um, Thanksgiving is a, a big holiday for, for a church. It's important that we come and, and thank God for what we have. So I thank all of you for having uh, faith in the church, faith in me, faith in the process of growing because it's not easy. It's taking time, but we'll get there. But y'all have to help. I need you. Okay? So, let's go have a Thanksgiving meal and enjoy ourselves. Amen. Let's close out in prayer, guys. Oh, oh see, I was... I was Careful. Are you okay? And he's got a hard head. It's not going to hurt him that much. Okay. <laughs> Come on around, guys. Come on, let's get circle up. Circle up. Would anybody else like to lead us in prayer to close out the service tonight? Or Ronnie I, has it. Ronnie, would you like to lead us and close us out in prayer? Mm-hmm. Now listen, yeah. let's keep it on focus, keep it on point. We're about today, and about we'll go through just very briefly, because I'm hungry. Okay. Just briefly, let's hold all the hands, please. Okay. And Ronnie, take us out. Um, Father God, um, thank you for this um, night with congregants and friends. Thank you for the ability to share perspective and uh, grow in relationships and allowing us to spread and allowing us the charismatic and humorous Bishop Mark. (laughs) Um, Thank you for the food. Thank you for the ability to choose whether or not we are uh, going to be by ourselves or with people, and I'm glad that um, we're all choosing to be at least miserable with everyone else that's miserable to make each other not miserable. Works. I don't know how to end it, you end it. We ask all of this through Christ our Lord. Okay. Amen. 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 All right. Thank you, guys. Okay, look, before we eat, listen up. Before we eat, I want to put the room back together. So let's put it back into a living room so we can all be comfortable and eat comfortably, okay? Let's do that.